keep pushing. Keep pushing, keep pushing. And I need you to be a minister for a moment and find somebody sit, sitting in your general vicinity. Look them dead in the eyes if they owe you $20. And tell them, neighbor, whatever you do, keep pushing. Keep pushing, keep pushing. It's hard to keep pushing in the world that we're living in right now. How is one supposed to find serenity and sanity and strength in the world we live in right now? What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul. So happy you're back with me. I just had shoulder surgery done for the second time in my life, uh, November 3rd, so just last week. It was the day after my 33rd birthday. Uh, I'm alive, still in a bit of pain. Um, the past three or four days was definitely an experience, so I'm going to get into that in this episode. Um, but as a reminder, I've just launched Apple subscriptions for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. What does that give you? That gives you two more episodes a week where I get into questions submitted on Instagram or in one-on-one client sessions in way more depth. So for $4.99 a month, just five bucks basically a month, you get access to two more episodes a week. Um, it's a way you can give back. It's a way you can support my work and support the show. And you also have an option to just do $40 for the year, which is 33% off. So again, and more options for you guys to get more involved with the work, more involved with the show, especially if you can't afford working with me one-on-one. Um, if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, please head over to www.nicobarraza.com to inquire more. I work with individuals and couples from all over the world on a variety of different issues. So if you think we might be a good fit, I always offer a 15-minute free Zoom consultation. We can get to know each other. You can ask questions. You can get to uh, know me a little bit more, and then we can see if we actually uh, mesh well and could potentially work together. Uh, as always, you can buy Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul gear on the website as well too. I love seeing people in the gear all over the world, especially when you tag me in it. So if you buy something, please tag me at that Barraza Boy on Instagram. Um, if you are wondering what, what we have for sale as far as t-shirts, sweaters, everything, it's some really dope gear. So head over to the website, again, www.nicobarraza.com. Head over to shop, buy yourself some stuff, get a sticker at the very least, and post it on Instagram, post it on social media, tag me in it. It is very much appreciated and your support is incredible. Um, also, please leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and a five-star review on Spotify Podcast. It means a lot. It's a free way you can give back. And again, it's a way you can support my work and the show here. <clears throat> so excuse my voice. It's definitely still raspy. I lost it for a couple of days um, due to uh, being in anesthesia and intubated. Um, it's barely coming back right now, so I'm not going to talk super long, but I wanted to kind of share with everyone a little bit of my experience from the recovery process, um, you know, at least emotionally and physically from the surgery. Um, so first off, I want to give a shout out to my incredible friend, Meredy, who uh, I wouldn't have been able to um, get this surgery again. I wouldn't have had the support I needed if she ha- ha- um, hadn't gone above and beyond to um, allow me to get the help I needed here in San Diego to sort of uproot my life from Flagstaff in Arizona and, and, and move here intermittently to, to get treatment, right? And to get healed. Um, so I just wanted to say, I love you, Mayor. Thank you so much for helping. Um, thank you for everything you do. You are, you're incredibly appreciated. So, um, you know, I had a feeling that after I got this second surgery that I was going to have a lot of PTSD come up from not only the crash and my relationship at the time ending in 2019 and 2020, um, but the surgery in 2020 that I w- was expecting to heal me that made 
things so much worse. PTSD from that too, right? So there's a lot of different roots that I expected that I was going to have some emotional stuff come up. Um, But even from expecting that, I really didn't know how bad it was going to be, you know? And I forgot how painful this is, how painful surgery is. You know, even done arthroscopically, they're going into the same spot again. And there's a lot of pent up trauma and pain there, right? Because my life was changed from this crash. And I, I know whether you have a physical injury or deal with chronic pain out there, you can relate to this in the form of a relational breakup, right? Heartbreak or the loss of a loved one through death. Okay. It's very similar how this, how these things bubble up and we store them inside ourselves, uh, reg- regardless of how deep of the work you've done, right? Especially if we're, <laughs> if the trauma happens again and we're re-triggered. Um, so after surgery, you know, I was in a lot of pain and, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of pain meds. I try to stay away from them as much as possible. Um, so I use them for a day and those really make you feel weird, right? They make you, <laughs> they mess with your, your brain chemistry and you feel odd in so many other ways, not just, not just physically, but emotionally too, intellectually. Um, and so the, you know, the, the first three to four days after surgery, you know, I would say I was a pretty big wreck, right? I would go, I'd have like fits of being hyper emotional and, you know, uh, remnants of sort of uh, childhood trauma would come back up and the remnants of being abandoned in my relationship and then in my past relationship, excuse me. And then um, also, uh, you know, uh, of waking up the day after I crashed and, you know, putting my hand on my shoulder and feeling my bone sticking out and feeling the injury that my brain had and my neck and all these things, right? Thinking that you're just living in this like sort of horrendous dream and that this can't be real. Um, And so all those kind of flashback, um, being in love with this human being who chose to leave the relationship twice, right? These things came back. Um, you know, this, this abandonment feeling, all these things come back. And I'm sharing this with all of you so that you know that, you know, even though I, I work in this sphere of helping people, you know, learn who they are, helping people heal. Um, I too am on a consistent journey within myself. And it's, it's, there's, again, there's never any end goal in sight. It's just that <clears throat> you have to keep working. You have to right? We have to have periods of rest where we remain present, but we have to have periods of progression as well too. If not, we just stay the same. And so this is why I'm sharing this with all of you so you kind of understand. Um, and so, you know, the I would say, the, I would call this stuff PTSD, really, because it's post-traumatic stress, absolutely. And this stuff is just releasing from my body because it has been held up in my shoulder, which has been held in an awkward, uncomfortable, painful position for two and a half years now since the first surgeon really messed it up and including my neck. And I had this huge release and it's still painful, but I can feel my neck's able to move, you know, more naturally now. And it's incredible how your body stores like somatically this uh, you know, we, we have these pain points in our body where we store a lot of our trauma if we don't work on it, right? And so I want to remind all of you out there, you don't, you not only need to work on your, uh, you know, emotional trauma, but you also under, have to understand physically where you hold it, you know, whether it's in your neck, your shoulders, your hips, you know, your abdomen, right? There's a lot of different ways we store this, right? Even in our temples. Um, and it's interesting, you know, as I, as I was releasing over the past three or four days, one, I was you know, pretty unpleasant to be around, I would say, um, but I think the thing is, is like, there was no other way to experience that for me, right? I had to like uncontrol- uncontrollably sob. I had to uncontrollably lean into, uh, you know, feeling the pain again, um, because that's what was coming out of me, you know, and accepting that that reality had happened and that, yes, this is my second surgery. And yes, my life changed incredibly a lot, but I really wouldn't be having these conversations with all of you. I wouldn't be talking like this if these things hadn't happened. And so within some of that shadow, there was some light and some beauty as well too. And acceptance is being able to dance with both of them. I'm not trying to live in some facade of a reality thinking that everything is, you know, sunshine and rainbows. It's not a lot of unhealthy, brutal things happen in my life. But from that brutality also came beauty, also came joy, right? 
And so it's this theory of relativity that not only applies in science, but it applies in how we live our lives, right? To experience happiness means you have to know what sadness feels like. If you didn't know what sadness felt like, true sadness, you wouldn't know what happiness feels like because you have to have something to base it off of. It's a theory of relativity, right? If you didn't know what hate felt like, you really probably didn't know what, don't know what love feels like. Now you still have a choice on what you choose to enact in your life, but you at least have to experience both to know. But again, we can choose what emotions we want to attach to, what we want to embody, right? Fear, love, abandonment, connection, codependency, interdependency, right? All these kind of dualities we can cling on to. And, you know, as I'm, as I'm healing right now, you know, it's a long road. I know on Instagram it might seem like I'm, I'm sort of getting back to normal quite quickly, but that's not how this goes. This is a pretty major surgery as the last one was. And, and I think the, the thing I've learned from this, and I, and I spoke about this on Instagram a little bit, is that healing is a process with no end in sight. And I don't mean to get you all down. Please don't uh, feel discouraged because I'm saying this, but this is just the truth of the matter. Healing is one, not linear, and two, it can't be an obsession of getting to some place. Healing is a process that we can tap into throughout life again and again and again, just like forgiveness is. Forgiveness is never a one-time endeavor. We have to continue to forgive, right? Just like creating healthy boundaries isn't a one-time endeavor. If you create create a healthy boundary and you don't uphold it, well, then it doesn't matter what you did in the past. What are you doing right now, right? Right? And so I'm sharing this because like my healing journey is not done. It's never going to be done. I know I will get better physically because I'm working day and night effortlessly at getting to a point where I can um, feel satisfied with my body again and do the things I want to do to, to an extent, right? I, I've let go of the um, ideal that I'm going to be, you know, physically what I was. I will never be like that, but I can get pretty close. I'm sure I can, um, <clears throat> especially with the help of others. There's been some incredible healers out there. Um, but in that acceptance, there's also the call into courage, into the the courage of taking action for yourself. You know, when you get knocked down, standing back up and taking another step forward and getting out of your own way. Stop preventing yourself from healing. Stop codependently becoming and allowing yourself to be addicted to the patterns that aren't suiting you anymore. Let go of that shit. It's time to do something different. It's time to do something new. It's time to do something more healthy for yourself and for others around you. Whatever that is in your life. I don't know how it's manifesting, obviously, but you know. You know, if you're honest with yourself, you absolutely know. And that's what I wanted to share. You know, just it's been a it's been a really um full and tough and deep uh past week. But I'm really grateful uh for my incredible friend who supported me, for all my close friends who've reached out. If you sent me messages and I haven't gotten back to you yet, I'm sorry. It's been it's been exhausting, but I but I I feel you and I've received them. Thank you so much for your support. Um I feel very lucky and blessed to be here and be doing this. There's a lot more um, that I have coming as well too. And I'm just excited. You know, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to continue to heal. Um, And I'm learning so much about life, about myself through this experience. You know, I wouldn't wish this upon anybody, honestly, what I've had to go through. But regardless of what my wishes are, we all go through, you know, our dark night of the souls and continuously throughout life. And so, you know, perhaps you out there have also experienced some huge crash or some huge illness or ailments um, that has been chronic, that has kind of sort of plagued your life and how you've dealt with it and how how you've risen up above it. 
ultimately defines who you are after. And I wanted to finish with the fact that, you know, we all need help from somebody, right? And I don't mean to enable you to be dependent on people, but to think that you can always do it alone your entire life is flippant. It's it's uh, disingenuous to the human experience. We are a collective social species, as I've said this before, and there's a time to be accountable and be interdependent and be self-reliant, but there is also a time to reach out for help and ask for it. And it's important to be mindful about how much we do that because other people's lives are important as well too. And we have to be mindful of how we give just as um, much as how we ask for people to give to us. But I used to be this person that was consistently just thinking I could do everything myself, right? Um, and that came from my my ways of you know really being on my own on my own a lot as a child. Right, grew up with a single mom. She had to do her own thing, work, and put food on the table. And so I really raised myself in a lot of situations along with my grandparents um, and some and some theos and theas out there. But you know, it, it took a long time for me to realize that like I can't do it all by myself. I need to ask for help, and not in a healthy way where I'm becoming dependent or codependent on someone but where I'm being honest about what I need and what I can do. So I hope you are honest with yourself today. I hope you lean in to relationships and communities that enable you to grow, that call you to be better, and that also accept you for where you've come from. But that can only happen if you are honest with the shit you've done and you are honest with the things that need to change. Honest with yourself. Thank you all so much for being here. Please consider subscribing on Apple. Please consider subscribing on Instagram. Again, it helps me out a lot. Um, and it's a way you can give back to my work. Uh, and thank you for being here. And there will be a subscribers only episode launching on Wednesday and one on Friday. So if you subscribe right now, you're going to get access to those episodes and you get a three day free trial. If you sign up as well too, I forgot to mention that, but if you subscribe on Apple, it'll give you a three day free trial. So you can listen to the past subscribers only episodes as well too. There's a handful of those that have already been launched. All right, till I, I guess next week for all the, the public um, listeners out there. And uh, please leave a five-star written review on Apple. Much love to you all out there. Thank you so much for the support. And uh, my voice will be fully back, hopefully, <laughs> by the next episode. So thank you for your patience. Appreciate you all. Ciao for now. I wish people could realize all their dreams and wealth and fame and, so that they could see that it's not where you're going to find your sense of completion. Everything you gain in life will rot and fall apart, and all that will be left of you is what was in your heart and your heart.